Hey guys, welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. This is Shawnee here, your host. Um, I'm back with a solo episode today. I haven't done a solo episode in a while, but um, I wanted to continue the series that I had started before on boundaries. And um, and today we're going to be talking about um, protecting your energy and energetic boundaries. That's going to be the theme of today's episode. It's coming at a perfect time because I've been really having to navigate through this a lot over these last couple months. Um, but yeah, here is my take on protecting your energy. I'm going to go through a few tips that I have for you guys, you know, for how to protect your energy and how to set some energetic boundaries for yourself. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer, and I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Okay, guys. So um, we are here to talk about boundaries again. This is the third um, part of the series that I am doing on boundaries. Uh, if you haven't listened to the first two, I talked a lot about boundaries around time and social media. Um, so go check those episodes out if you haven't listened to those already. Um, but for boundaries, like I said in the intro, this is kind of coming at a perfect time for me because I'm really having to navigate this a lot right now. Um, you know, I am currently pregnant with my first child and, um, and this, this last, like, you know, I'm entering my second trimester now and who it has been quite an experience energetically. Like I have, you know, I've been experiencing a lot of low energy, um, I have not, I've been extremely tired and I haven't really been able to operate at the same level that I was whenever I was not pregnant. And it's been a very frustrating <laughs> transition for me, um, but also a really eye-opening one. I've been learning a lot about myself and a, just about energetic boundaries in general. Um, so I have some tips that I want to share with you guys for protecting your energy. Um, so the first tip that I have for you is to get super clear on where your energy is at each day, and then having specific boundaries for each energy level. Uh, this is something that I had implemented before, um, uh, before I became pregnant. And it's been, I've been having to deal with it a lot more 
um, and, and be a little bit more diligent about maintaining those boundaries now that I am pregnant. And so one of the things that I really like to do to assess where my energy level is, is um, at the very beginning of every day, I kind of have like a scale that I give myself um, on a scale of like zero to 10. What is my energy level? 10 being like, I'm super energized. I have all the energy. And then zero being like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a couch potato all day. Um, So um, I kind of give myself some room to decide if I have low, medium or high energy. And then I have certain practices that I do, um, certain self-care practices that I do for each of those energy levels. Um, so if I am feeling super low energy, my self-care that day might just be brushing my teeth and taking a shower and drinking water. (laughs) And that might be the few self-care practices that I do that day, um, that still make me feel like I am taking care of myself but I'm not overexerting myself and I just don't have the capacity to do anything else other than rest and take a lot of naps. And, you know, if I feel a little bit more energized later in the day, I can add in some things, but those are the expectations that I set for myself at the very beginning. If I'm feeling low energy, um, for medium energy, I might add in some other things. I might add in, um, you know, maybe some meditation, maybe a little bit of reading or something, um, very light exercise. So I'm talking like a 10 minute yoga video or something like that. Um, if I'm feeling medium energy and then high energy is, you know, whenever I'm feeling at my absolute best, I'm doing like a full workout. I'm doing, um, you know, a longer meditation. I'm journaling. I'm, I'm doing all kinds of things. Um, and, those are the the menu items I like to call them that I can choose from if I have high energy. I like to say that there's a difference between low energy and laziness. And I say this, I want to say this because I have in the past convinced myself, and this is just from, you know, years and years of negative self-talk, um, that I was, I've convinced myself that I was being lazy. And if I didn't, if I wasn't doing certain things every single day that I was being lazy and, and I want to differentiate the two of having low energy and being lazy. Laziness to me is intentionally avoiding something that I could do because I don't want to do the work. Um, I don't want to do the mindset work. I don't want to do the physical work. Whatever it is, is intentionally avoiding it. Um, being low energy for me means means honoring that my baseline today is is not where it usually is and and planning accordingly. Um so it's giving myself a little bit of grace for where I'm currently at. I'm meeting myself where I'm at and I'm honoring where my energy level is and not giving myself all these really high expectations. So there's a huge difference between those two and I just wanted to share that here because I have definitely in the past had a habit of calling myself lazy and um, feeling like a slob. And if, if I did have low energy and I didn't really feel like doing things, like there are certain practices that I can do when I don't have a lot of energy that will still allow me to feel like I'm taking care of myself, like I'm doing something. And pregnancy has really taught me 
a lot about that and, and about things that I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. And whenever your body is growing another human inside of it, I have to sit here and really think about all the changes that my body is going through and all of the work that my body is doing internally to to grow a child. Yeah, that's been something really eye-opening for me to it's it's put things into perspective for me as far as energetic boundaries and not having all these expectations of myself for what I should be doing. Um what I usually do whenever I operate at a higher energy level um because we're we're just not meant to do that especially as women, you know, our hormones fluctuate all the time and um planning more around our cycles, around our hormones, around how we are energetically feeling is so much, um, so much more efficient than having these expectations that we need to be like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle all time, all the time. Um, yeah, that's just not the way that I want to operate anymore. Like I want to actually have some compassion for myself and where I'm at energetically and not judge myself for how tired my body is or how tired I'm feeling. So if you are someone who has really been struggling with giving yourself the grace that you need to um, do your bare minimum, sometimes if you really need to, um, I, I want to to be able to give you that permission to to do that for yourself and and not judge yourself for it. All right. So the second tip that I have for you is to determine where there might be misalignment. And I'm talking in several different areas, right? So where are you misaligned with the people that you're surrounded by? So that can look like, um, you know, blocking people on social media, letting go of friendships or business relationships or people that drain your energy, um, being really intentional about the people that you have around you and that you allow into your life and that you share things with, like you don't have to feel obligated to share things with people. Like you just don't have to surround yourself with people who drain your energy. And, and it's not to the fault of any of those people. It's just, um, that everyone is different, you know, and, being protective of your energy is not the same as being rude and shutting people out and, you know, cutting people off of your life. It is just doing what's aligned for you. And maybe other people will see that as judgment or as being rude. But as long as you have, like, you have to look at your intention, as long as you have good intentions for them. And as long as you are coming from a place of love, for yourself and for them, then it's not something you need to feel bad about. Um, if there are commitments that you're misaligned with, if you're one of those people, and I have a habit of doing this as well, of overcommitting, of taking every opportunity that comes my way and saying yes to everything, um, take a look at your commitments, like take a look at your calendar, what you've got scheduled on your calendar. And if there are things on your calendar that are not aligned with you at the moment and where you're at, um, it's okay to let them go. It's okay to say no to things. It's okay to cancel appointments or events or, you know, gatherings or meetups. It's okay. It's okay to do that because you don't want to engage in something that you're not fully present for because that just doesn't feel good, you know? 
And I get that there are some things that are unavoidable. Like, you know, if you're a parent, um, there are things with like family and kids that you, you can't really get out of, but there are also a lot of things that you do have control over too. So focus on those, focus on the things that you do have control over. Um, you know, you can't really just (laughs) decide not to pick up your kids from school because you don't feel like it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying really be intentional about the commitments that you add to your calendar. If having brunch with a friend that you never really talked to isn't quite aligned for where you're at right now, if you would rather push that back, don't feel bad about doing that. Same with business, business opportunities, business partnerships. If it's not feeling aligned, don't participate. Don't, don't offer. Don't agree to, to partake in that partnership. Um, okay. So the third tip that I have is, is doing the inner work. If you are like me and you have a history of people pleasing, it takes a lot of energy to constantly put other people first. And and if you're a chronic people pleaser, this might seem like you're normal. When it comes to protecting your energy, you really want to be clear on your intention, right? And, um, and if your intention in doing a certain task or thing is to keep the peace is to make somebody else happy is to make sure somebody's not mad at you is because you feel like you have to. Um, that's not coming from a place of like peace and, and and your energy is going to be drained and it's just going to be this vicious cycle of you draining your energy for other people and not leaving anything for yourself. So make sure you're doing the inner work. Make sure if you are being presented with a choice, an opportunity, a task to do. If somebody asks you to do something, um, check in with yourself, check in with your body. Um, I love to use my, my body as like a compass, right? If I, if I'm feeling a certain type of way, if I'm having like a really negative response to something, um, it, it prompts me to go deeper and it prompts me to really have a closer look at at why. Like, what is the purpose of me doing this thing? So, yeah, making sure you're managing your thoughts, whatever thoughts are coming up for you, um, giving yourself space to actually feel what you feel, um, which kind of leads me into my next tip, which is having an outlet to process your emotions. Um, so with setting energetic boundaries, you also want to make sure you're not emotionally dumping on other people and that you are not crossing any boundaries for other people um, just as much as you are maintaining your own. And so having an outlet to um, emotionally regulate is super, super important because I've noticed too, whenever I don't give myself the opportunity to do that, it it manifests in different ways in being really snappy with my husband or with my family or with my dogs Uh, It can manifest in me getting really stressed and frustrated and avoiding everything. It can, it can come up in uh, just my interactions with people. Like I feel not like myself. So making sure you have an outlet to process whatever emotions you're feeling. So if you are feeling angry or frustrated, um, having something that you do, you know, for some people it's working out for others. It is, screaming in their car or punching something (laughs) like a 
um, a punching bag or going to like one of those, I always think of going to those like rage rooms where you throw, you just throw shit everywhere. <laughs> and um, it's like a nice, uh, like therapeutic exercise for those who have like really like pent up rage. And <laughs> um, I've always wanted to go to one of those. I've never actually been, but I've seen them before and they look so fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like if you're feeling angry or frustrated, finding an outlet for that, you know, for me, whenever I'm feeling really stressed or I need to get grounded, I'm feeling scattered or anxious. I like to do some meditation and sometimes some tapping, some EFT. Whenever I'm feeling really sad or like just really emotional, I like to listen to sad music or watch sad movies to help me cry it out. Like crying is one of my favorite ways to process an emotion. It is so therapeutic. Um, I just feel like it helps me release like everything that's inside. Um, so if you are one of those people that really tries to avoid crying, God, I don't know how you guys do that, <laughs> but I'm also a really emotional person and I cry at everything. Um, but I also love doing it. I love crying because I feel so much better afterwards and it, it just feels like I've released like this huge weight off of me whenever I do that. Another option to do some processing work with your emotions is you can journal or um, the way that I like to journal is to write letters. So whatever emotion I'm feeling, I like to channel that and then whatever object or person or thing or concept I'm wanting to get an emotion out for, it's, you know, I write a letter to that. So writing a letter to, um, to a specific person if I'm frustrated with them or if I'm missing them or if I'm sad about them. So I'm a business owner writing a letter to my business. If I am feeling like resentment to my business for taking me away from my family or um, for causing me a lot of stress or whatever, like I write a letter to it. Uh, so letter writing can actually be really, really cool uh, as far as a an outlet to use for, for regulating your emotions. And then always talking it out, you know, talking it out with someone you trust, um, you know, a good friend, uh, your partner with a coach or a therapist. I always love to like, I mean, I, I utilize my coaches so much when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. That's another tip that I have for you is to just really have an outlet to process your emotions, to regulate yourself. Um, because when you don't have a place to, process that if you don't give yourself the space to to feel the emotions fully then that energy is just going to be transferred somewhere else and it's going to have like a cascading effect you know your energy is going to affect somebody else's energy which is going to affect your energy again and it's just a constant cycle so and then the final tip that i have here is planning rest this is something that i have been not great about <laughs> up until recently um, is planning rest. And usually what I do is I like to pack my schedule full of stuff because I feel like I'm doing something. It makes me feel productive whenever I have a bunch of stuff on my schedule. Um, and I've realized that that is um, not good for me, <laughs> especially at this stage of my life, especially with this pregnancy. Like I, I, I can't, I physically and mentally cannot stack my schedule full of stuff without any rest breaks or any days of rest. 
And I start to notice too, like start to notice in yourself, like whenever you don't get enough sleep or whenever you have full schedules and don't have a day to like recoup or don't have any time to spend for yourself or for self-care, um, notice how that affects other areas of your life. How does that affect your relationship with your family? How does that affect um, the way that you show up in your business if you're a business owner or at work? Um, how does that show up in your health? Like how do you... How do you take care of your body and your mind whenever you don't have rest? Or do you even, do you even take care of your body and your mind when you don't have rest? Uh, so those are the things I really, really had to think of um, and take into consideration entering this pregnancy because I was experiencing so many different changes in my body and I wasn't planning enough rest at the very beginning and it really caught up with me. And so now anytime I have a lighter day, or if I have a little bit of a break, I intentionally take time to rest. And for me, that physically looks like resting and laying down in a bed or on the couch and and not doing anything, just being, just being able to rest my mind, rest my body. Um, rest to you might look like something completely different. <laughs> but for me recently, it's been sleep and <laughs> it's been sleep and not physically moving around as much just because I get tired so easily. But think of what rest means to you and actually plan it, like put it on your calendar. And what my favorite way to do this is to make sure whenever I'm scheduling stuff in my calendar that I have white space. Um, so I use Google Calendar to plan all of my things. Um, and whenever I'm doing that, I used to have events scheduled back to back to back to back. And now in terms of planning rest and, and knowing that I'm going to need breaks throughout the day and knowing that I'm going to need days with more white space than others, I intentionally use the visual of having that white spaces in my calendar as these are the times where I'm going to rest. So yeah, whatever rest means to you. Define it and plan it and actually prioritize it. Put it on your calendar um, and, or put it somewhere that you can see it so that you don't forget. Because sometimes whenever our lives, especially during the holiday season, it is very busy during this time of the year. Um, we forget to do that. We forget to rest. And that's why whenever we are getting together with family and doing things for the holidays, um, we find that our energy is a lot more drained by the end of the season because we haven't implemented that rest period. So yeah, those are my biggest tips for protecting your energy. Um, I think this is a really good episode to listen to if you're entering into the holiday season, really worried about feeling drained by the end of the year. Um, these are some, some different ways that you can set some boundaries for yourself and, and really just like leverage the energy that you have. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Thank y'all for listening. If any of this resonated with you, shoot me a message, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know. Um, I'd love to hear, you know, how you guys set energetic boundaries for yourself. And then also too. If you feel called to, you can always leave a review for this podcast. If you're listening, I love hearing your feedback and 
Um, if there are more topics that you guys want to hear about, please, please share with me. Uh, if you are a nurse coach listening to this, I know a lot of nurse coaches listen to this podcast. I would love to invite you to my nurse coach tech mastery membership. It's, um, it's a monthly membership that I'm relaunching on January 9th. And it's all about leveraging technology in your business and using it as a creative outlet and making it fun versus something that's, um, versus something that feels like a chore. <laughs> um, so lots of really awesome stuff in that membership that's relaunching again. The doors are opening on January 9th. So check out the link in the show notes if you'd like to get on the waiting list for that. And I've missed kind of doing these solo episodes. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately, but I do actually love doing these solo episodes because I can just kind of talk about what's on my mind and I feel like I'm hanging out with you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, I am here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. Remember guys, when all is aligned, all is well. Bye. Bye.